Welcome back everyone to the Slab Stocks Podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and today is the first episode of Slab Stocks FC, soccer content at Slab Stocks. I've been waiting so long to start this. I know you guys heard me in a video maybe a month ago. I posted an Instagram as well, uh, hyping up the start of soccer content and soccer buys in the Slab Stocks newsletter. And I'm really excited that today is the day. You guys can see me. I'm wearing my PSG shirt. Uh, really, really excited. And I just want to bring in a whole you know, big viewpoint into the soccer market, what it's done over the past year, what it can do in the following two years and beyond, and why soccer cards are a great way for you guys to jump into some cards here that aren't as expensive and have untapped potential in them. Uh, so many of the spots in the marketplace and in, in sports cards in general right now, uh, between basketball and baseball are getting really, really expensive, football as well. So soccer cards are a great way for you to jump in for a cheaper budget. There's definitely some expensive ones out there for you high rollers, but just in terms of the, the marketplace in general, it's much, much lower right now, and there's less supply. Uh, we'll get into all that later. There's a lot to uncover here. But before hopping into what Slapstocks FC is going to be about and why you guys should consider soccer cards today, I just want to talk to you guys about my journey over the past year. It's been really, really crazy, really, really wild. I've never expected this to turn into something as huge as it has. And now going forward, Slapstocks FC is going to be one of the biggest parts of my my personal role in, in Slapstocks for sure, or at least another segment added on. Um, a year ago at the 2020 Chicago, sorry, 2019 Chicago National, I met up with my friends from Team Gary V, uh, Lou Janu and Tyler Schmidt, who are Two of the hosts of Card Talk, uh, go check them out on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcast. But they were talking to me, and they knew that I was done buying and selling uh, baseball and basketball and football cards at the National. And they're like, dude, you should get into soccer cards learn the market. And I did. I hopped in. I started to learn from them. I learned a couple different players with Killian Mbappe and Jaden Sancho. And then from there, I just started branching out and finding all these different buys in soccer. I really spent August... In September, going super, super hard into buying soccer, I accumulated like 450 single investment cards for soccer in those two months. And if you know what the soccer card has done, you know that it absolutely paid off huge for me. It's completely life-changing. I was taking cards I was buying for $2, grading them for $8, and selling them for 1000 this past week. I finally just sold off the rest of my soccer cards um, that I wanted to sell. I had a huge PSA submission come back this past week and I went to Instagram live on my Slab Stocks Aaron account and I basically did a live fire sale for all my followers. They were buying so fast. There were like 10 people within a second of me putting up the card, trying to buy a card and then sell. Did that 134 times over for two and a half hours and it, it was so much fun. I'm so glad that people were able to come in and buy the soccer cards I had from over the past year. And now they can reap the benefits going forward on the soccer market as it starts to grow even more, expand even more, and just reach more people. Uh, it's it's so much fun. Soccer cards, there's so many different cards to look at and buy. So I'm really excited for you all to be in it as well. Before getting into some other things, I just want to cover a couple of my really, really big cards that I had that turned out really, really well because I think it's just kind of you know, fun to share that with others and to see some success that has been had in the soccer card market to get you all ready to have some success as well. Who knows if it's going to be to this level. I mean, this was like a year ago. The market was so untapped. I bought like 70 Killian Mbappe 2018 Prism uh, base rookie cards for $2 each. Those are now 259 graded. I bought four or seven silvers of Killian Mbappe for $10 each. 
and I PSA'd them for $8 because last year as a Platinum member, you could get $8 grading, and I sold each of those for over 4000 So there is some massive margins that was made there. It was over 23,000% return on, return on investment on the silvers I bought and graded, and then also had some success with the Jaden Sancho Tops Chrome Refractor PSA 10 that I bought for $2, graded for $8, sold it for $1,600. Um, so many different ways that I was able to re do really well in the market. And then as soon as this past uh, March, I actually bought a ton of 2014 Prism, Messi's, and Ronaldo's, and then was flipping those all over. And then Ronaldo's recently, I sold some for $300 each. I bought for $4 each. So there was really so many, so many big flips for me in this. I've never experienced it in my life in cards before. It was probably the best possible place I could have spent money a year ago today was in soccer cards. Even with all the crazy stuff that's happened with Luca and in basketball cards and Giannis and LeBron. Now, don't get me wrong, spending all that money on that would have worked out amazing as well. But for soccer for myself, it's really fun to learn a new market. It's really fun to get these cards to grade them to see the process. And then a year later, they finally get returned from BSA. And then I was able to sell them off. And now I'm so, so, so psyched to bring soccer cards to you guys at the Slabstocks FC and YouTube channel here on Slabstocks. So three ways for you all to get involved in learning about uh, soccer cards and learning from me at Slabstocks FC is to one, subscribe to this YouTube channel. Uh, if you have not already, there will try to be a weekly soccer Slabstocks FC video. Two is to go to Slabstocks FC Instagram account and follow there. I'll be making many Instagram posts throughout the week on there covering the soccer card market, covering different things in soccer, sports related, uh, just pretty much emulating the basketball and baseball and football model for the main Slabstocks account just on Slabstocks FC 2. And then some of the biggest things of the week will appear on the main Slabstocks account. And then three is to go to Slabstocks.com right now, scroll down the page. You're going to see it here. I'm going to show you guys on the screen and sign up for the Sunday, or it's, it says Sunday Slab newsletter, but this is really the daily investment newsletter that we send out. And in there, soccer cards are included as of right now. If you're watching this video right now, you can subscribe on slabstocks.com and you'll receive an email that has the top soccer card investments I'm recommending to you to go and chase after um, today. I will say this, Fridays are super light on eBay auctions on eBay, so there's definitely less on Friday today then there will be on Saturday or on Sunday. You will see many, many more cards, so don't worry if you think that the supply is a little low, which it is in general in soccer, but Saturday and Sunday are going to be loaded with soccer investments, so definitely go sign up for that right now. A couple of the other things that I want to touch on before moving on to part two of this video, which is going to be why soccer cards, and I really want to make it clear that over the last year, I was able to get into many different aspects of the soccer card market. I learned the modern soccer card market super well, the new stuff from 2014 to today. I do not know the old old stuff really well in the slightest, or stickers, or tops now, or tops living set, or match attacks. There's so many different avenues in soccer that people are succeeding in, doing well in, making money in, collecting, and I just couldn't cover all of it. I couldn't learn it all. And then number two is that I am not a soccer player analyst. I'm not like Nate. I'm not like Sam who have watched baseball and basketball their whole life. That's what I've been doing also. I have not watched soccer my whole life like they have for their sports that they cover. I'm not a soccer player analyst. I will not sit up here and try to break down people's performances or teams' performances 
and you know who's doing really well or who can you prospect on in the future I'll be covering those players in terms of their card market, how they're trending, why looking at some of their performances, but I won't try to speculate for you on if a player is going to be huge in the future. I know the big names. I know why they're going up in value. I know market trends. I know market demand. That stuff I'm really, really good at. I know popularity, but when it comes down to the really fine intricacies of soccer, that's not really my expertise. I've only been in soccer cards for a year, which has been awesome, but I haven't even been really following the sport much before that. So because of that, I want to make it clear that you guys can come on this show. I want to have experts in player analysts, in pre-2014 cards, in stickers. I want anyone out there that loves to create soccer content, either on Instagram or YouTube, to send me a DM on Instagram, at slabstocksaaron. I guess you can send it to at slabstocksfc2. It just might get lost in the shuffle there more. Or you can email me, aaron at slabstocks.com. Send me an email. Tell me what you do in soccer cards. Tell me why you love it. And tell me what you want to talk about on the show. And I'm going to try bringing in a guest maybe every week or every other week to get many different aspects of the sports card market or soccer card marketplace into the videos because I know that there's so much more out there than what I have covered over the, over the last year and what I know I want to talk about going forward. So be, to do that, I want to bring in different collaborations from different content creators out there. Now, one more big thing for the soccer cards is that I've went very, very hard getting soccer cards into the Slabstocks Pro platform. Uh, that is the name for Slabstocks Pro that we're going to run with. I've went really, really hard to get soccer cards into there, many, many soccer cards. So you will have a big opportunity to learn about soccer cards on there, to buy and sell them, and to track your investments. Uh, it will just help bring more eyeballs to soccer cards as they will be top trending cards that will be featured on the website and other people will see them and get involved as well. So definitely a big plus about soccer there too. Moving on to the second part of this video, I want to cover why soccer cards are so important going forward, why the investment potential is so huge, and why it's not even close to being too late to getting involved in soccer cards. It's really the perfect time for anyone that are turning huge basketball sales, huge baseball sales. It's a perfect time to take some of that profit and put it into soccer cards because there are a couple main, main reasons why this is going to be so big going forward. And even if you're sitting at home saying, I've never watched a soccer game in my life, there's still plenty of ways to get involved in soccer cards without even having watched soccer. Um, there, you can for sure learn the players, you can learn the stars, and it's going to be awesome. I really encourage you to get involved with that. Reason number one is that it's the biggest sport in the world. I'm looking at a report here from sportsshow.net from 2020, June 2020, that has the breakdown of the most popular sports in the world. And soccer lands at number one with 3.5 billion fans in the world. Uh, clearly, it, it is a huge sport. And they have a really thought out criteria that went into making this the number one sport in the world. I'll show it to you right here. You can see why they, you know, all the different things that went into it. It's the biggest, most watched, most played, most everything sport in the world. And we're not just talking about America here because the card market is worldwide. That's something to very much understand and to know and know why soccer cards have such a huge potential because of the amount of possibilities of people coming into the marketplace. People overseas, a lot of them probably don't even know about sports cards yet. But think about where we were two years ago or a year ago. One year ago, we knew in America the sports card enthusiasts, that sports cards were awesome, that they could make you could make money on it, that you could collect them. But there's so many Americans that had no idea. Over the last year, we've made great strides. Many Americans have learned. There's so many people into it. 
but the people worldwide might just be one step behind that. Over the next year, we might see a huge market demand come from Europe that hasn't been here. United Kingdom, I'm starting to see more cars listed in the UK. There's so many opportunities for worldwide for people to get involved in the soccer cards that the supply out there right now can't possibly hold up that much demand at the same price level. It's just clear supply and demand. Prices are obviously going to go up if more and more people want to buy these soccer cards, want to get involved with their favorite players, with their favorite clubs, with their favorite national teams. There's just so much dang opportunity out there in soccer cards because of that. And that's just one thing. Like that's not, I mean, it's one of the huge reasons why. And it's just something that long-term we can forecast, but it's not even really a short-term reason, you know, like that's just something that like, oh man, over time people are going to get involved, which is unreal and awesome. Point number two is that literally soccer has the biggest event in the world aside from the Summer Olympics, but that's also a worldwide event. And it's the FIFA World Cup that happens every four years. National teams have to qualify to make the World Cup. Everyone watches around the world. Too bad USA wasn't in it in 2018, but hopefully in 2022 they're in it. So there can be a ton of Americans watching soccer. And that's just such a huge opportunity for these players to be on a massive stage. So much social media coverage, so much potential with these young stars, with the superstars to get more eyeballs. And as we know with the card market now, when sports get magnified on TV, like what's happening in the NBA bubble right now, cards absolutely explode for dudes that go off. And if there's guys' cards that are $10 out there that have huge World Cup performances, of course those guys' cards are going to just explode in value and it's going to be crazy. Now leading up to that for these two years, you should totally be looking at how many soccer cards can I amass in that time, hold on to them, maybe flip some here or there, make some money along the way, but there's a long time until then, so you guys have plenty of time to start buying for that moment. Number two, or number three, whatever number I'm on, is that the Champions League is one of the biggest league events in the world. Uh, it combines a bunch of different clubs from around the world, let me make this clear, actually sorry, from around Europe, uh, actually around the world I think. But first off, let me make this clear that the World Cup is for national team, national teams only. So it's like you got France in it, you have Germany in it, you have USA in it. There's no like PSG in it. There's no Barcelona. That's all club teams. So you're going to see Mbappe on France, Lionel Messi on Argentina, and Cristiano Ronaldo on Portugal. Now for the Champions League, that's where the clubs are be are playing in the tournament where you have PSG with Mbappe, Barcelona with Lionel Messi, and this year Cristiano Ronaldo with Juventus in the past Real Madrid. So just get in mind that there's two different things here going on. There's national games and then uh, club games. And then also with that, there are two different types of cards too. You either have Ronaldo in a Juventus kit uh, with his club team or even Ronaldo in a Portugal kit with his national team. So that's a little bit something to focus on later in the video. But Champions League, another big reason why it's actually going on right now, and Mbappe had a huge assist yesterday for the game-winning goal, and his cards went from 1,300 to 2,000 in like a day. So there's just one thing right there, caught some attention, came in the game, made a huge assist. He wasn't even supposed to play in the game because he is out with an injury. Came in the game and had the game-winning assist. Card market exploded. Mbappe's cards have already exploded over the past year. There's still so much room in them, though. And that's just another reason why soccer cards can be seen as this huge investment vehicle. Adding on top of that, the 2020 Euro Cup was delayed this year. So it's supposed to be this summer. That is where the top European national uh, teams get together and play in a cup, kind of like the World Cup. 
but just for the European national teams. And that was delayed until 2021. So that's another huge event in soccer that is in 2021. And then we have the 2022 World Cup. And then four years later, we have the 2026 World Cup that is in North America. It's played in Canada. Well, there's a site in Canada, a site in America, and then a site in Mexico. I think it's like Mexico City and that's MetLife Stadium, maybe Vancouver in Canada. But that is another huge event to where even now for getting the Americans involved in this is a huge, huge, huge thing you should put on your calendar for six years out. But still, it's something to keep in mind if you are in this for the long haul, which I completely recommend is that by that point, you're going to see Pulisic for America being a huge name. He already is right now, but I'm talking like when he comes to you know, the World Cups in America, it'll just be all everyone's talking about. Um, just some really, really massive things out there. And then also one more thing I should say is along this show, I'm definitely going to mispronounce a bunch of names. Uh, forgive me. I'm not an expert on the names. I don't go and look up how to pronounce every single one. I try my best. Uh, but going forward on this matter, another reason why soccer cards are huge is that these stars in soccer are the biggest in the world. If you go to Instagram or Wikipedia and look up top Instagram followed accounts, you will see Instagram number one, the literally the Instagram company at like 320 million. And then you will see Cristiano Ronaldo at number two with like 230 million. I have it on my note sheet, but I think it's like 230 million followers. It is. And that's just wild. Like to see that soccer stars are so huge in the in like the scope of the world, and then if those people out there that follow them start to get involved in cards, or maybe some of the players do, like they starting to like they're starting to now in America, that would be wild as well. So another huge opportunity there uh, with with the the stars in soccer. Moving on to something that is now geared towards cards because this is a very very important aspect. This is something that I know that. I've seen other people say, and it's just something I've thought over the past year as well, is that the supply in soccer is so, so low compared to the other sports. Even, I'm not just talking about the production levels, I'm talking about the sets. There are so many less sets. There's only a prism every four years for the World Cup, 2014 Prism World Cup, 2018 Prism World Cup, and then there's a 2016 Prism Euro Cup set, and then there'll be a 2020 Prism Euro Cup set, or there's supposed to be. Actually, I think it's supposed to be select Euro this year. But either way, you can you get what I'm saying where the sets are really you know drawn out here versus in basketball to where every single set that is made every single year for Prism, there's always a set for, for Prism basketball. Um, in this case, every four years for the Prism World Cup, which are the biggest sets out there right now, um, just, just really, really cool in regards to like lowered supply to where the card just carries so much more value because of it. And then add on top of that is that there is a way less production run for these soccer cards uh, from right now to before. You know, I, I can't tell you how many 2020 or 2022 Prison World Cup cards are going to be produced because by that time, so many people are going to be involved that I'm sure that's going to be just like these basketball sets. But my point is, is from today and before, these sets are not very produced. There's really low production runs. The 2015 like, Select is the first Select set. Those base cards are really, really rare, actually. You barely see any sell on eBay. So this is a very, very scarce you know, market, a very scarce soccer card market that you should be looking into. Another point is that the PSA grading margins on these cards are absolutely incredible. I cannot believe what these margins are doing for PSA grade soccer cards because the population reports are so low. 
You look at 2018 Prism World Cup set on PSACard.com in the population report, there's only 3,000 total graded Prism World Cup cards from 2018 for every single soccer player in that set. You look at 2018 Prism Basketball, and there's 12,000 or more, actually more than 12,000 Luka Doncic PSA 10 base cards. And the entire Prism print run, every single Prism card parallel player, there's 3,000 out there for soccer right now. The supply is so low for PSA graded cards in soccer that the margins are so huge because they're commanding huge demand because there's not many out there and people want their PSA graded cards. With that being said, go find some non-graded cards out there and you will do very well if you can just volume play it, grade them, and then sell them. Another thing to keep in mind here, though, is that the margins that you're seeing now most likely will not continue going forward as more soccer cards get graded because what's going to happen is more people are going to buy these non-graded cards, the prices are going to rise because they want to grade them and make those margins. The more PSA cards that get graded for soccer that enter into the marketplace, the more supply out there. I will say this, the demand should be way higher by the time that that happens, so you could still get these massive margins. And then, you know, if you're thinking of supply and demand, maybe the PSA prices come down on these cards. However, if you think about demand, how it's going up for soccer, then it could outweigh it, and then we could continue to see this this really big margin for PSA-grade soccer cards. I'm sure it's going to last for quite some time. I'm not saying that's not. I'm just saying, like... Looking at Mbappe and when I bought it for $2 and now it's, you know, 1000 that margin is probably gone, but there's still massive margins to be made. I want to show you guys a quick example here of one of the massive margins that was to be made in the soccer card market over the last year. But even if you go on, a, on a eBay right now and type in PSA 10 and sort by soccer cards, you'll go and see so many more examples than just this one. But just to show you, on July 25th, this 2019 Prism EPL Marcus Rashford Silver sold for $17 delivered. And then a month before that, so I know that this doesn't make sense in terms of timeline, like you buy a card, you grade it, you sell it later down the line. But a month before that, a PSA 10 Silver Prism uh, Marcus Rashford EPL card sold for $315 delivered. And if you think about it, the soccer card grew between that month from June to July and that Marcus Rashford Silver was worth even less back then. So you probably bought this card for like $5. You graded it for, let's just call it 15 for normal, you know, grading through a group grade or whatever. And now you're at a $315 card on June 24th. And even if it's today, it's probably worth even more than that now. I even did something like this exactly because I had a Marcus Rashford Red of 149 I bought for $3, graded for 8 turned around for 400 on my live stream. So... I mean, the, the margins are ridiculous here on these PSA-graded cards, and there's for sure opportunity going forward just like this, but you just have to search for it, and you just have to find it, and you have to really stick to it and use a method and go in hard and volume play it, bulk grade, do whatever you have to do because this is a huge aspect of the marketplace that I don't want you guys to miss out on. And if you're watching this video, I hope you're super psyched right now to get it on soccer, and hopefully you're even looking at our newsletter as I'm speaking right now. That'd be incredible. Uh, moving on to the next part of the video and this is the last part. I just want to cover the different sets that I'm looking at or have been looking at for the past year from 2014 till now. I just want to show the sets for you all who who have no idea how to get into soccer cards. If I give you these set names and you go and you do some player research on the top European soccer players or the top players worldwide, whatever you have to do, 
Look up those players for these sets and start to figure out, okay, what are they sold for? Where are they trending? Should I be spending $5 more than the last comp? Because these are still super worth it to buy, even at 5 to $10 more than the last comp. It's not like basketball, where there's so much supply that you're actually overpaying. Now, pretty much every single sale sets a new comp because of the supply. So look up these sets, look up the players you're interested in. If you are looking for more help on the specific players and cards, of soccer the best way to do it is to go to slapstocks.com and just scroll down the page and do that uh newsletter sign up and then you'll get the newsletter right now as you're doing it and then there you can start to see the different players i'm ho- i'm helping people out with the different cards um but let's get into this set discussion really quick so the first set is 2014 prison world cup i'm going to show a card on the screen here for every single set uh, that i'm going to talk about and, and show you guys that you guys can go look up right now so 2014 prison world cup is the first prism soccer set ever made uh, that set is huge. It includes Messi, Ronaldo, a bunch of other stars, and the silvers are super, super rare. The number cards sell really, really well, too. The base sell unbelievable from this set. It's kind of like the 2012 prism of basketball and football, but for soccer. So this set, huge in demand, has seen a huge price spike. So this is probably one of the places in soccer that have grown the most as of recent. So maybe it's not the place to go for first. Maybe look at the other sets that haven't grown as much. But still, 2014 Prison World Cup soccer, unbelievable set. Still growth going forward. I'm just saying compared to the others. Next set is the first year of Select Soccer, which is 2015 Select Soccer. And this set's a little bit different because they display... The players in two different jersey colors, it's like their home kit and then their away kit. And there's different cards for each one. So be on the lookout for that. They're actually the same as that card number. It doesn't switch the card number on the back at all. But something that you should for sure be looking at when looking at these cards. The next set is 2016 Select Soccer. And this is a a set that includes two really big rookie cards of uh, Pulisic and Rashford. Uh, very interesting cards there for sure. And then also has the Messi's Ronaldo's Neymar's. And also I'm going to take a really brief stop here on the set talk. I cannot believe I forgot to talk about that. There's not rookie logos on these cards from 2014 all the way up to 2018, 2019. They started to do it now, but from 2014 to 2018, there's no rookie logos on these cards. It's kind of hard to tell what are the rookie cards. You just have to look at the market, look at the demand on eBay, look at how people are listing them. Pretty much the market speaks for it. There's going to be people out there that talk about stickers being their rookie cards. In my mind, there's cards and then there's stickers. They are two completely different things. You can have a rookie card and you can have a rookie sticker. Uh, For Rashford and Pulisic, the first cards came in 2016 Select, so that's why I'm calling them rookie cards here. But something very interesting that's a little confusing for people joining, so be on the lookout for that. Do some research, figure out what people are selling them for, what the titles of the cards are. Going to do our best to help you on the Slabstocks platform, separate them out so you can see the different ones. Uh, But right now, it is going to be a little confusing to start. Moving on to the next set, we have 2016 Prism Euro, and I mentioned this earlier, there's a 2016 Prism Euro World, uh, Euro Cup set, and this includes the teams that played in the Euro Cup, so you got the Ronaldo, you got the Harry Kane, you got the Robert Lewandowski, uh, those are the cards that you'll find in here. 2017 Topps Chrome Champions League, this set is of Champions League only teams for that year. Uh, Topps got the Champions League license. This set features the huge Kylian Mbappe, first Topps Chrome, first rookie card. Uh, Messi, Ronaldo are in this set as well. Very, very cool set. The star of Topps Chrome, a big set, kind of like 2014 Prism World Cup. 2017 Select is in the third edition of Select, and it's got the horizontal field level cards that have absolutely beautiful mosaic patterns on them. They're one of, some of the coolest looking soccer cards there are, and it's just another set with different levels, die cuts, just like select in basketball. Next is 2017 Immaculate. This would be the first 
uh, Immaculate set that comes out. Very big set in terms of autographs of star players in there. There's also patches. There's also base cards numbered out of different things. Like in uh, in soccer for 2018, they're numbered out of 65. I'm not exactly sure in 2017. Off the top of my head, I think it's 75. But another one of those uh, high-end thick set or thick produced cards. The next set is 2018 Prison World Cup. This is another huge set like 2014 Prison World Cup. This one features the Mbappe Prism. Uh, first national team card for France, and it's just a huge card. It's the biggest Mbappe-based rookie out there you can find. An absolutely massive card. Cannot pass it up if you're a soccer investor for sure. The next car, or the next set would be 2018 Donruss, but in Donruss for soccer, they included Optic in the production run for Donruss. It was not two different sets like in basketball. They stuck the Optic cards in the Donruss set, so those are actually very rare. And Optic is a great place to look because you're going to see your first year Optic card just like in 2016 for basketball. Messi hollows, Ronaldo hollows, there's Mbappe cards in there, but they are not rookie cards for Mbappe. The rookie cards in Optic have a rated rookie logo like this Jaden Sancho on the screen. And those are the rookie cards. There's rated rookie hollows in there of a ton of big name rookies. Uh, Definitely a great set to chase down. Next set would be the second edition of Topps Chrome Champions League from 2018. You've got your Jay and Sancho and Jaho Felice rookie cards in there. Really big set for those guys. And then your second Topps Chrome cards for Messi and Ronaldo. There is no Mbappe in that set though. Next up is the 2018 Topps Chrome Bundesliga set. And I mentioned this set because there's two players that have their first Topps Chrome uh, cards in this set. And it's Kai Havertz and Timo Werner. And they are definitely uh, big players. Werner just transferred to uh, the Premier League with Chelsea, and then uh, Havertz plays on a smaller uh, German team. What is it? Isn't it like Bayern 11-something? See, there we go. I can't remember the pronunciations, but y'all catch my drift there. And then I should make a statement here is that it's called Topps Chrome Bundesliga because it includes only the German League teams, only the teams playing in the Bundesliga. The Topps Chrome Champions League combines a bunch of different leagues into one, which is what the Champions League is. It combines the Bundesliga, the Premier League, La Liga, which is a Spanish league, and then it also has in there like Serie A, which is Italian, Liga 1, which is France. There's so many different leagues playing in the Champions League. And then we have 2018 National Treasures. This is the first National Treasures set for soccer. It has a Kylian Mbappe in there. It has a bunch of big Messi and Ronaldo cards. Just another one of those high-end sets. And then 2018 Immaculate, which we actually see the first rookie card rookie card logo for soccer pop up here with the Jaden Sancho and the Kai Havertz. Um, you see the rookie card logo on the screen. That's really cool to see that starting to be introduced by the different companies. And then 2019 Prism English Premier League came out, and that set also had rookie logos, and it was only the English Premier League, which is another set-specific product. Next up, we have 2019 Topps Chrome Bundesliga. This is another league-specific set. For this one, there is the Erling Holland card, which is the biggest card in the set. There's also Giovanni Reyna, which is another American, which is a huge card as well. The interesting thing for 2019 Topps Chrome Bundesliga is that it came before the Champions League set came out, but we don't know what the Champions League set's going to hold yet because the checklist hasn't been released. It hasn't came out yet. So to see if Erling Holland has a card in Champions League, it'll be very interesting com- to compare the markets between Bundesliga and Champions League. If he doesn't have a Champions League card, it'll be much easier to, to figure out which one is the Topps Chrome Holland, but also then we w- wouldn't have a debate. Next up is 2019 Obsidian, and this set I included because it had the first rookie logo card of Ansu Fati. 
I think that there might have been one set before it actually that included his card, but I'm not I'm not positive on that. But he does have the Obsidian rookie card of 165, which is a huge card for Ansu Fati or Ansu Fati, however you say it. Uh, there's also some other big rookies in Obsidian as well. The last set to bring up here, I've not done extensive research on this set. It is 2019 Chronicles. It came out recently. It combines all those different products out there just like basketball and puts them into one set. Uh, contenders. Prism Update, uh, Cron Royale Silhouettes, there's all these different things in there. And the Contenders rookies seem to, seem to be the biggest ones out there. The Mason Greenwood rookie is like a $150 plus $200 card right now. Uh, but I haven't done a ton of research on this, but there are more rookie logo cards in that set. That's the wrap-up for the set overviews. I know I didn't go super specific on these sets. I just want to give you all a place to start with soccer cards piggybacking off of the opening for Slapstocks FC. This was the intro video. I'm so glad you all watched this video. If you guys stuck with me up to this point, thank you. Thank you for getting involved in soccer cards. Thank you for supporting Slapstocks. Thank you for supporting Slapstocks FC. Thank you for joining my live stream if you were in there. there's It was nuts. It was so much fun. And I'm super excited for this next chapter in Slapstocks with Slapstocks FC. Thank you guys for watching. I will see you in the next Slabstocks FC video.